Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is the John Fugelsang Podcast. I'm John Fugelsang. This is Sirius XM Progress. We're at 866-997-4748. Yasha is on the line from Oregon. Yasha, thank you for waiting on hold. You're on Progress. And hi there, sweetie. How are you? Hello. I'm better now. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Um, so, about how you learn to hate the one, I mean, love the ones you hate? Yeah. 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 So, what I learned... You just be grateful that you're not them. So the Dalai Lama says that your your enemies give you the opportunity to practice patience and compassion. Mm-hmm. So you just feel sorry for them, and you're so glad you don't have to be like that. Yeah. And suddenly they're just kind of pathetic. I get that. Oh, I think yeah. hate is hate's a test, man. If you hate anyone, then you're failing. And and I, I think oh, most boy. people don't want to hate. You know, like I get asked to do these right wing podcasts all the time. And I always say, well, can we do it in person? Because I know if they have to look me in the face, it'll be that much harder to hate. Or maybe in my case, I'm so ugly, it's easier to hate me if you're looking at me. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, like, it's harder to hate someone when they're a real person breathing in front of you and not just some icon on a screen. That is so true. We've really lost the art of face to face communication yeah, yeah kind of sad i guess yeah. room is the closest i don't have that where you know i'm down here in the canyon but, <laughs> yeah um oh i was going to say something else too i can't no. remember no, oh no, i know what it is go ahead please you know so, we are all the other to somebody yes even the whitest reddest you know whatever um, gun-toting whoever that thinks he's all that or she's all yep. that is the other, you know, to to me. That's right. You know, we're all the other to somebody, so I yeah, think exactly. we don't need to go around picking out the other. But a lot of times, because people were otherized by, by someone, they use that rather than a, a reason to see how stupid it is. They use that as their excuse to otherize yes. other people. You yeah, know? beat you with a weapon that somebody beat me with. Yes, it That's is. That's victim but... bullying, yeah. I mean, someone was a bully to me, so I logically should be a bully to you. And it's hard to love the people who are bullying, but love doesn't mean you have to like them. It just means, you know, no, you don't have to be like open-hearted them. to them and don't hate them and, you know, Yeah, but if you can just stick that thing in your mind, like, to be sorry, God, you know. That's it. So, so glad I don't have to be like you, buddy. <laughs> you thank you, Yash. I'll keep reminding myself of that because I'm <laughs> yeah. very glad I don't have to be married to Melania, and I'm more glad I don't have to be married to Donald. Have a great evening. We got to take a break. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes with our panel and your calls at eight six six nine nine seven forty seven forty eight. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you 
where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. I'm John saying This is SiriusXM Progress. We're at 866-997-4748. Let's go to the phones. Andy in Delaware. Thank you for your patience on hold. You're on Progress. Oh, yeah. Thanks for uh, taking my call, John. Really appreciate it. Okay, sure. let me get right to it. Um, I just want to say uh, Democrats have to, get, have to get it into their heads and leadership. The courts are not going to save us from, Tom, uh, from Donald Trump. They're yeah. just not going to do it. It's, mm. uh, you know, every time there's a, a speed bump thrown in front of them and it's delay after delay. And, uh, you know, everybody gives Trump credit for this. He just hires guys and tells them this is what I want to do. Yeah. And, and and they do it for him. He, there's nothing brilliant about this guy. He just he just knows how to dodge. And so the, he's, I, I he's just, pretty good at being yeah. a chaos agent as well and reframing the narrative. The problem is sometimes he's too good. Like Donald Trump had it this weekend. Like he had Joe Biden giving that angry press conference. Joe Biden's worst week of his presidency. He could have just let it ride. But instead, Trump had to go say, oh, by the way, Putin should invade our allies. And uh, Nikki Haley's husband is a military punk coward douchebag. <laughs> like he had to put the narrative back on himself when it was finally turning in his favor. Exactly. Well, I'm glad you brought that up, too. Um, I, I just want to know that, you know, now that we have to start using language and there is a pro-Putin wing of the Republican Party. And let's just call it that every single day. Lindsey Graham is full on on the pro-Putin wing. And what really people have to have to uh, ambush these guys with questions like, um, do you agree with with Vladimir Putin, that Poland was asking for it when Hitler invaded them, and and when Putin said said that to Truck Tucker Carlson, he was comparing himself to Hitler. He was actually yeah. giving himself. Oh yeah, oh yeah, calling himself Hitler. Yeah, and, and so we have Lindsey Graham. <laughs> we have all these knuckleheads falling in line in support of this guy. They have to be called out daily, John. Daily, they have to be called yeah. out daily. Yeah, and Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the, is the guy that will get into the news cycle. You and I can talk to each other all day. You can talk to your audience all day. We're all in the same kind of the tribe, you know, uh, the, the good guy tribe. But but the, Joe is the one that gets in the news cycle, and his his words are going to make it. He's got to jump on this. He's got to get in the oh, mud. Oh, yeah, he has. Don't you agree? I think he's been very big on it. I think Joe Biden has made a lot of noise about Donald Trump's comments over the weekend, and I think he will do it. I, I think you're going to hear every single day between now and Election Day, Joe Biden telling you that Donald Trump encouraged Putin to invade our allies and Donald Trump killed the immigration reform bill because it's not a crisis. And he will remind everyone of this until we're very sick of it. And, and, and he'll remind us of it so many times. He will we'll say that Joe Biden forget he mentioned this yesterday and we'll start talking about his age again. So it'll it'll all circle around and everyone will fuck themselves. But what Trump is going to do, he's going to drag this this bag of vipers, as, as Stephanie calls them. He's yes. going to drag them with him. And they, so not, it's not just Trump by himself. It's this whole cadre of, yeah. of, uh, of uh, horrible. Yeah, by the way, it's, it's, it's cute. You think that's what Stephanie calls them. Jesus called them that first. <laughs> Pretty directly. <laughs> but yeah, so let him do it. Donald Trump is not expanding his appeal. There is no one who voted against him in 2020 who is now saying, you know what? I, I think I like him more now after after the insurrection. I, 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 yeah. Roe v. Wade has been made illegal. Oh, yeah. Now I like him. That's a small club. Man. One more thing, guys. Okay, really quick, because I got a bunch of panelists here, and they're smarter than me. Go ahead. Okay, real quick, uh, the, the the folks, you know, the, you've heard the interviews of, of people up in uh, Long Island that, uh, yes. that uh, voted in the uh, in the uh, Santos thing. Yes, um, ask them the questions. They're all their concerns are the same ones that the Republicans are bringing up, although they don't trust them to do it. They don't trust them to handle it. And yeah. Did you notice that's, that's the way they voted? They voted except on immigration, the- except on immigration. Donald Trump has managed to push this narrative so many times that people trust him on immigration more than anyone else, even though he's the only person running for president who's hired illegal immigrants 
in two different centuries because he doesn't like paying Americans a living wage. I'm waiting for there the Democrats go. to awaken from the crypt and remind people of that. Andy, I got to run because I have all these attractive people here. Uh, Dr. Tracy Pearson is a legal analyst and consultant you've seen on TV, radio, and broadcast, and she's been on New York Post and Fast Company and Cheddar News. Um, I met her in a green room on News Nation. Welcome back, Dr. Tracy. Well, thank you, John. Happy Valentine's Day. And normally this is our night to share alone with the rest of the world. <laughs> yes. And I am so happy to be here with my old friend. Oh, I'm glad. And so, well, um, I've spent so much time in Moms for Liberty. I want to bring more people into my private things and, and uh, make it as polyamorous as possible. <laughs> Natalia Reagan, you lot might remember from this show, anthropologist, primatologist, actor, writer, poet, host, comedian, co-host for Neil deGrasse Tyson's Star Talk. Every now and then been a dancing McNugget on TV commercials. And of course, she graces this show to tell us about more shit you just can't you say. You just can't say it. Hi, John. How, Hi. how are you? I, I'm great. How are God, you? You're back on this coast. Yes. Well, Come we... Back. We, we, we dragged it out as long as we could so you could join us. So uh, thank yeah, you for being well, thank here. Thank you, thank you. No Sorry, worries. I, I slipped I wanna, right in. I want to talk about shit you can't say because I think you have a term tonight that I'm going to fight oh, you yeah, on. Yeah, okay, yeah. and finally, <laughs> last but not least, bachelor number one, uh, Rob Kuttner is back in the room. He's an Emmy, Grammy, and Peabody winning comedy writer. He's written for The Daily Show and Conan and Teen Titans Go, which might be the funniest show on TV. He wrote the national bestseller Apocalypse How, Turn the End Times into the Best of Times. He also wrote uh, The Future According to Me, the graphic novel shrinkage uh the wonderful kids graphic novel snot goblins and other tasteless tales can we talk about the fucking ant-man book too can we talk about the fucking ant-man book under certain uh, considerations from marvel's attorneys yes you wrote scott lang's book your 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 book is in ant-man 3 ambush journalism ladies and gentlemen that's right <laughs> the best part of that movie i would say would be your book welcome and now <laughs> the new show is uh is god's gang Yes. And I love it. The new animated cartoon where I need you to set the premise up because it's the, one of the funniest things I've seen in ages. And you're following a segment called The God Squad. But this is an animated short that is a super force of religious themed heroes. <laughs> and it's the, 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 there's a Jewish fellow who's named Ninju and he's very short. Um, there is, <laughs> there's the Muslim. There's the, the Hindu. There's the Christian who's named Crisscross and has a big afro. And uh, characters like <laughs> the dog named Dogma. I mean, <laughs> how did this show come to be and what is the premise behind it? Um, this is a show that uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, a guy brought to me, this uh, guy named uh, Nimrod May, who was a Disney executive. And then he found religion. The, never thought those things could happen in that sequence. <laughs> Quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. um, he he became very spiritual. He he became. Uh, he's a father of three. He wanted to like create the peace. He's kind of into old like martial arts movies too. Uh, <clears throat> and he said <clears throat> he said we should. Um, he tried to pitch this at Disney. He said we should have a show that's like the Power Rangers, except they're all different faiths and they all work together in the show that doesn't matter like what your religion is, what your affiliation. You and so all... going into this, I think, oh my God, this is going to be this treacly, awful, Davy and Goliath feel-good bullshit that's going to embarrass me as a person. And yes. it, not that at all. I mean, yeah. this is this is as funny as Teen Titans go. It is just so irreverent, but not irreverent to faith. It's just it's got a lot of great tight jokes in it. Thank you, thank you. I'm glad I'm glad it found its demographic. <laughs> yeah. Well, South Park did, did something sort of like this years ago with the Super Best Super Friends. Best friends. Yeah. Right. yeah, but this is just like I mean, th th this is wonderful. When can people see this? This is a kids show, so um, I was hired in as the head writer for it. So I wrote this pilot. So we have a pilot on the air. It's so good. The idea is that the the, the concern is that um, religion is such a risky topic for like conventional broadcasters. You're telling me, on. yeah, right, right. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> That's what I tell everybody I live with at the bus stop. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're broadcasting this from a pirate broadcast right now. <laughs> exactly. We don't know. So, um, so it's risky. So, so the idea was let's let's put this out online. <clears throat> we got some investment capital. Let's put this out online and let an audience find it and let the positivity and the buzz surround it so that we can sort of bring it to studios and buyers and make the case that there's an audience for this. And I, I, you know, I'm not objective, but I think it's his, I, this strategy is born fruit. It's gotten like 3 million views online. Yeah. yeah. The comments for the, for YouTube, the comments are positive. No, it's so good. It's like, and no, the animation's but, gorgeous. They, there's all these, all these haters are trying to get through. And like, you know, there, there's a couple of them that are just like, yikes. <laughs> That's the level of sort of. But what is their problem? That it's a Muslim and a Hindu and they, a Jew and a Christian working together to fight crime? They, I think, something in the culture, especially in the internet, cannot digest sincerity. Like it just, it's like an allergy, like, a, right. like a lactose thing. They just, it just, they can't even take it. So like they're like, well, sincerity is kind of woke. 
It, yeah. <laughs> kind of globalist, right? So it's kind like, of. but 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 like actual like emotional sincerity and sort of like not, you know. And, and we have a bunch of goofy creative choices in it too, as you yeah. remarked on the Afro. So mm-hmm. it's very loose and like kind of throwback and yeah. Your Christian looks like Link from the Mod Squad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like we're both like the this guy and I are both Gen Xers and we both sort of reach for things that we thought were very throwback. Throwback. Oh, but we but we have an interfaith consultant panel uh, panel uh, almost as as attractive as this panel, but. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any pushback over having your Jewish character be named Ninju and he's very this, short and there are many jokes was, about his stature? This was the guy's idea and, and, he, and, and, he, and he's Jewish. There you so, go, because so, yes. he can do it. He can do yes. it. Uh, no, it's delightful, Rob. I, I, I hope you. we'll see this as a series soon because honestly, like, I'll, I'll watch anything you do, but this was just terrific and super fun. Well, really great. Well, did, did, your, did your son watch it? That's the uh, um, No, my son has not watched it. I've been away from him for the last week, but he'll right. he's flying in tomorrow and I will force him to. It's it's aimed at his uh you know his demographic hopefully. Oh, or he'll be maybe, watching it. Right. Don't worry. Oh, God, Don't okay. worry. Or, 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 he won't eat if he doesn't. I won't feed him. <laughs> really won't. That's how it works. Uh guys, it's great to have you with us and we're going to be taking your calls for the next <clears throat> hour at 866-997-4748. Of course, you know, I thought this was going to be a, a good day, a day to celebrate uh, the Republican Party impeaching the Homeland Security chief because they have nothing to offer anyone. And instead, um, it was a great day for well-regulated militias where a Second Amendment hero uh, opened fire at the Super Bowl parade. Uh, Eleven people were shot. Nine of them were children. Nine kids were shot today. Two other kids were trampled by people and had to go to the hospital. And we're talking about this crisis at the border of people who are coming here to try to get jobs. That's the crisis. They're crossing our border, they're declaring legal asylum, no laws are being broken, they're going to concentration camps and waiting a year, a year and a half, we have a million and a half people waiting just to have their due process and have their case adjudicated, and we're being told every day this is the crisis, and then today the chief Super Bowl parade got to remind us all what America's ongoing crisis really looks like. It's great for comedy, um, but uh, the one person who was killed was a, a woman who's a DJ um, in the area. And uh, you know, we, I, I think I think we've run out of talking points with the mass shootings. We've found so many ways to make it new, and it's just impossible to not be numb at this point. Right. In fact, when you look at the postings online, uh, the vast majority, all of, of them, highlight the fact that there were children that were shot. And that used to have an impact on us. But we've become so incredibly numb to it that it, it, even that doesn't have any sort of um, ability to make movement. Yeah. I mean, I mean well, I don't think we're numb to it. I think that the people who don't give a fuck are numb to it. You know, you t- tell me what the AR stands for in AR-15! <laughs> Those people on social media who are always there to let you know that the real victim are gun owners. But, but even we are, even though we don't think we are, because you go through and like, for example, today, right? So Kansas City. Then you went and you saw Atlanta. Then yeah. you saw Washington, D.C. And then there was Glendale. And then there was one that was almost, you know, that was foiled up, up north, I think, in California. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was just like one after another, after another, after another in one stinking day. And I found myself going, enough! Like, you could not scream enough, loud yeah. enough on the Internet to get someone's attention. I, I agree. I mean, it's it's... We'll get off the topic, but it's like, because there's funnier things to mock. But I mean, I, we're, we're, this is it. Like, we're the only country where this happens, and we collectively have decided this is acceptable. It's interesting. So I years ago, when I started doing this Science for Social Change mm-hmm. uh, podcast, uh, I was, was doing it at Discovery, and uh, it, it ended up getting purchased by another company, so it kind of fell apart there. But it, our first episode was going to be on gun control and America's obsession with guns and looking at all the countries that have uh, turned things around, whether it was Australia, yeah. or even looking back at you know Japan that outlawed true, guns true. and yeah. knives because of the Yakuza after World War II. And, um, you know, it was interesting because the day we were going to record, uh, there was a mass shooting. And it was, you know, I, I laugh because it's just it's it's it happens all the time. I, in fact, I did a uh, I think it was after the Las Vegas shooting or I don't even know which shooting it was. But one of the shit you can't say is was yeah. on. the. It was going to be a, a day that I, I, I did two different ones on the same day okay. or diff, different days. But the same day there were shootings. I did thoughts and prayers and lone wolf. Because right. there's, it's just so common, and that's yeah. just one of those things that it just 
keeps happening. But one of the things I like to mention as an anthropologist that what, ha- what can happen faster than biological evolution is cultural evolution. So I do think that even though it seems like we're completely desensitized, and I think we are in many ways, I don't know what it's going to take. But I, I do know that once we hit that point, I know that change can happen very quickly, and I, I hope it does. I don't know if it can happen on a grand scale, though, because there's too much money yeah. to uh, be made. Rob, how, how do the best comedians address gun violence? I mean, how do you... I mean, it, 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 you can't make the suffering funny, but there's villains that can be mocked. I mean, is this the sort of thing that in the right hands, humor can be mined from it? Not from the, 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 the tragedy, but from the relentless, repetitive nature of America not doing a fucking thing. Um, I mean, I think naming it that directly is, is hard in a comic framework. But, I, you know, but I think I think usually with as with any kind of tragedy, what we what I've done at least in the shows I worked on the, the Daily Show and kind of has been the sort of comment on like the um, the media representation of it and uh, mm-hmm. and often you know if there's a particularly feckless response from the administration which the you, you know is not from the, this one there might have been from other recent ones um, making some response it's always responding to the responders exactly thing, you know? yeah and um, and Wayne LaPierre will always show up to you know give us a good villain for a joke Right. right. I mean, uh, we have a, a John in Missouri. John, were you there today at the parade during the shooting? Uh, uh, yes, I, yes, I, yes, I was wow. there. Well, welcome. You're on Sirius a, XM. Uh, what was your experience, John? Thank you for joining us. Uh, my experience was good until until it ended, and that's when all this mess started to happen. I just want to bring out, um, give my sympathies to the, there's two people who have died now, I'm trying to give you an update, there's two Please women, do. one was, a, right, you know, uh, one's, uh, two women, one was a mom and the other was a DJ, well Yeah, Lisa DJ. Lopez was the DJ, yeah. Right, right, and nine children, they got three of the guys there, but my focus is on this, I live in this red state, one of these open carry, concealed, uh, you know, states, red states, where guns is the norm. And I really wanted to put this on Governor Parsons, because he is a member of the NRA, which I call the National Russian Association now. (laughs) But but when he, when I, I haven't owned a gun for 40 years until I moved back uh, to Missouri to take care of my dad. And when I bought the gun, it was it was because uh, honestly, it's so many Trumpers here. <laughs> That's the only reason why I got it. I'm not um, against gun ownership. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm. I. I mean, me. Me neither. You know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But when I got that gun, I had to have a background check. I had to have a three day waiting period, and all that stuff that was there prior to Governor Parsons removing all of that. Right. And when he removed all of that, the murder rate in Kansas City went up dramatically. And the problem wasn't people with ideologies and all that stuff. No, they have a Democratic mayor. It's got to be that, right? It's a Democrat mayor, and that's why the shootings went up. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, I know. No. I know. No, no, no. Republican governor. I can't uh-huh. stand this guy Parsons. Boom. Because he dropped all of these uh, restrictions to make it easier to get guns. And now you have a lot of these teenagers and young folks basically just walking in the store, buying the guns or having people doing straw purchases. Yeah, that's and it. There's no blowback. Yeah. And you're going to find out uh, these three people that they're holding, they're young. They're young guys. But I bet the thing that really pissed me off was when this National Republican Association governor was calling the shooting and he was running for his life. He could give Josh Hawley a run for his money. Uh, I'm so yeah. sick of these Republicans. They talk I want to see footage of that governor running today. I want to see footage oh, of Governor oh, Open Carry running. Yeah. Exactly. John, thank you for the call. I'm, I'm so glad you're all right, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing your thank perspective you. with us. Don't be a stranger. We're at 866-997-4748. Okay, no more gun talk, I promise. George Santos. Um <laughs> I thought it was such a mistake to fire this guy. And not just because I'm a comedian. I mean, as a comedian, 
I mean, I mean, a gay immigrant for Trump. Like, God loves us and wants us to laugh. That's all I got from that. And Democrats were fools to let go of him. But maybe they weren't. Maybe I was wrong, because last night, Tom Swozy got his old seat back, uh, winning by eight points in a, in a district where George Santos had won by 7.5. I read a lot into this. I read a lot into because I live in New York and I've been seeing the ads for months and it's all just Tom Swazi open border, Tom Swazi open border. And Nassau County is very conservative. And that's what they've been seeing every night. And it didn't work. So <laughs> what are your thoughts on this, that in a special election, all of their best uh, open border guys, globalist guys didn't work. And instead, um, now they, they've lost yet another seat in the House, our Republican friends. Good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. To, in summary, uh. <laughs> I mean, they just they just last night they impeached the secretary of Homeland Security. And I'm mm-hmm. convinced they did it last night to totally distract from the fact that they knew this was going to happen and their lead was going to dwindle even more. And and I love the Mayorkas impeachment because I'm a fan of theater. And, and that's <laughs> all it fucking is. Like, it's all a distract. It's all they can do there. It seems like these Republicans, the current Republicans are only able to protect tax cuts for the rich and then flood the zone with bullshit. Mm-hmm. I saw a great tweet today of Mayorkas. Um, they said that he pulled into his parking space like he does every day. He went and got a coffee and a donut and he went to work like does it's every not gonna, day. It's not going to affect him. It, it doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. He's not going to lose his job. There might not even be a trial and if there is one, it'll last a day tops. No, I, I, and, and as far as, as the other guy, it, it, abortion, <laughs> number yeah. one. Yeah. Republicans are the do-nothing Congress yeah. at this point. The do-nothingest. So, do-nothingest. The do-nothingest The most do-nothingest. The most, the mostest do-nothingest ever. Ever. Um, and, and, and lots. Um, and <laughs> they do so much of nothing. And, and, and well, so much. Well, I'm, I'm being not being fair. They, they fired Kevin McCarthy. They fired George that Santos. They censured Rashida Tlaib. And they, they censured uh, um, Adam Schiff. That's a lot. That's I, a lot. I described this yesterday as uh, what they are, Republicans are the the schoolyard bullies and they're bullying the kid for having who 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 attempted to do his homework because they didn't do theirs and mm-hmm. the, the we, you know they they had a deal they negotiated it was a negotiated deal and it's it's not going to be put to the floor and so the people out in long island are pissed yeah and 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 on top of that um abortion and on top of that polls are shit Polls are shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're uh, yeah landlines. I mean landlines. That's <laughs> it. I you know I, it's like I I realize. Rob, that all we're supposed to be doing is talking about Joe Biden's age, because I do what my media tells me. <laughs> but what have, you, what have you and the people you talk with made of how this campaign is being covered? I mean, I know it's weird. I know Biden's old and has a stutter, but like, holy shit, it's just like the media just seems to be working overtime. To, uh, there's literally a banner headline on CNN. I took a picture of it that said, uh, has Biden's age become a bigger problem than Trump's indictments? And I'm like, OK, when the aliens land and try to figure out what happened, I hope they find <laughs> this i want them to find this image uh, what, what what do you think about where this weird of weirdest of campaigns is is falling together it, yeah it has like this almost like anxiety because it's almost like he's like our you know he's like our uncle and it's like we're all just sort of, it's like the media is just sort of expressing this cultural thing like i think there's an actual um is this happening you know yeah. am i actually seeing it happen in real time to my this beloved beloved figure yeah beloved avuncular figure and it's like sort of being acted out on that stage. And then I also think there's somehow there's this sort of oleaginousness. Is that a word? Oleaginousness? Yeah, oleaginousness. Wow, you stumped me. I need a thesaurus <laughs> now. That's a Scrabble <laughs> word, I think, right? Wow. That's good. That was nice. I like it. Just this, this slickness, we'll say, of the, the, the Trumpers of sort of like downplaying his and like not, and like, of the, course. Uh, like this, this, this sort of the deference of the right wing media just not covering it, I think, so it just does, doesn't. Get, into the conversation about him, it's just it's just not taken for granted as one of the founding parts of the conversation. The way with Biden, we just st- it starts from a premise with Biden of, uh, you know, what's he done today? You know, sort right. of, and Trump, it's 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 been so overwhelming. Like his verbal gaps, overwhelming. <laughs> I mean, there's you don't know so where many. To start. It's I just mean, it's just like the cosmic microwave background radiation at this point, right? It's just like it's just this thing you can measure. If Poland doesn't want to pay. Hitler should invade. Go ahead, Hitler. Invade, invade Czechoslovakia. They you can keep a Chiron going yes. on all three networks of the ticker of all I his swear this, to God, as they happen in real time. Yeah, but we're it's, so, it makes we're me numb nuts. to it, though, right? It makes me nuts right. because it is it is really a function of disability. 
And so what's, what's, yeah. it is a function of disability. He has a stutter, and oftentimes what happens is— You wrote a great thing about this last week. Unpack this. Thank you. Um, <laughs> is, is that he has a stutter, and they often—people with stutters have clustering issues. And what will happen is they will say their brain is moving so fast. And you hear reports about this, that he is— fast thinker in these meetings. And what happens is a word will come out of his mouth, and it happens to me. A word will come out of your mouth that you don't intend. It's, it's a different time. word. Mm-hmm. All the time. Do I it. do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Do it all the time because your brain is moving so quickly. And on top of that, he has a stutter. And so when you looked at the investigative report, what you saw was a person, uh, this this her, uh, making uh, basically taking advantage of a disability. And here's what I'm going to tell you. I did a study on this stuff. And I will tell you that that what he did was implicit bias. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even know that he did it the way he did it and how bad he did it. He right. thought he was doing something political, is my guess. What he was doing was so much worse than political. Special Prosecutor Her, you mean? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they've shown us they're really good at beating up the black president. They've mm-hmm. shown us they're really good at beating up Hillary Clinton. Old white man is going to be a little bit of a tougher sell. I mean, I think it works with the base. If you already hate Joe Biden, then Joe Biden hate works. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's peaking now and it's going to be an old controversy by the summer. Am I wrong? I don't think you're wrong. I just think it's hilarious that we've got two very old men that were, you know, one is getting its you know, butt handed it to him and the other one is completely I guess it is one of those things where it's absolutely it's almost like um, option paralysis where you don't know where to start with, with Trump there's just I guess so much God. I mean, yeah. that, you know that it's easy to find there's one thing that we don't like about Biden his age he might seem like he you know again with the stuttering if there's an issue that we're you don't yeah, and Trump's age like he, is the 80th thing we don't like about I'm, him right yeah. I mean there's 80th yeah but this is the, this is, the this is what we're given like yeah. can you believe these two guys are so old they're both so old so, Donald Trump has 91 yeah. indictments and this guy Biden thinks women should have control of their own bodies. Holy shit! What's happened to us? Oh like, man, that's what I see. I went to Catholic school, and one of my teachers, or she got in trouble for this. She made everyone. She divided us into groups, and we had to make fun of a demographic on film. And I'm not even kidding. It, we, she got in trouble. We we all were like, "What? This can't be a real thing." Wow. Yeah, I know. I, I that's the right response. And this is like the, in the mid '90s, and we uh, my group got old people. And I was very nice. And I remember we went to the Topang. We went to three different malls and got kicked out of every mall oh my God. for filming with a big ass, you know, camcorder. And like, I couldn't even come up with things, mean things. I was like, I remember there was one old man that was standing by himself. I'm like, look at that guy. He's all alone. Nobody loves him. He's so old and slow. And then his his wife, his four grandkids, and then the great grandkids run up. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, they probably smell. Yeah, you know? man. Ageism is a, ageism's tough to make funny. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can do it, but it's, it's, it's. It was not fun. And, uh, that was a terrible, terrible That's why you should have exercise. chosen the Belgians. If you have I, ever have to pick a group you're allowed to hate, just go with the Belgians. That's it's good. Safe. The Swiss, too. Uh, the Belgians waffle. They waffle. Uh, see, there you go. I'm here to help. Uh, before we hit a break, what's the word that we can't say anymore today? Uh, well, it's not, you can't say it. I think it you, just needs to be, word. Okay. yes, it's what is it? slut, but I think it's given a bad rap. I'm going to fight you on this because I love this word. I, I think the word, the word needs word. to be reclaimed. I think it needs to be reclaimed. All right. Quick break. We'll be right back in a second and we'll 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 talk sluts. We're at 866-997-4748. A slut singular. 866-997-4748. This is Progress After Dark. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's Home Equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.
I'm John Fugelsegg. This is Sirius XM Progress at 866-997-4748. We are joined by Rob Kuttner, great comedy writer and animator and uh, author. Uh, Dr. Tracy Peterson is here. And Natalia Reagan with Shit You Can't Say, What is Wrong with Slut? Uh, there's nothing wrong with the word slut. It's the way it's used. I that agree. is my. I agree. Okay, so that I, slut is oftentimes used, you know, a derogatory term directed at women. Generally, yes. Yes. Russian Bosher uh, did. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. And uh, for somebody who is uh, has more of a promiscuous, uh, promiscuous or. Uh, but what does that word mean? Like what, a promiscuous. I mean, that word means anyone get getting more, anyone getting more than you. Yeah. That's what promiscuous <laughs> exactly. means. Right. right? And, and, and that's when you get envy coming in. Uh-huh. Where you know, yeah. oftentimes. Uh, you know, it's said in a way because uh, they want what promiscuous you got. is a word people use to describe people who enjoy sex. Yeah, you know what I mean. But and, go on, please. Well, no. As a, so, as somebody who studies non-human primates, I mean, look, you don't hear spider monkeys, you know, call uh, hurling slut. To, to, Quite the to, opposite. To ladies here and there. But also, you know, in humans and in also non-human primates, there can be some, and, and other animals, a benefit to not putting all your eggs quite literally in one basket. Uh, I'm not saying you necessarily need to have kids with multiple fathers, but, you know, hey, if that's what you're into, that's totally fine, too. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot of species. In fact, uh, those that are more promiscuous, that get around more, the males in usually those species have uh, larger cojones. Mm-hmm. Bigger DNA satchels because there's male male competition, sperm yeah. competition. But when, I'm glad uh, that can't happen with humans. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I I haven't noticed that myself. Like for instance, our closest genetic relatives, you got chimpanzees and bonobos. Uh, they have the biggest uh, boner biscuits out there. <laughs> uh, bonobos. The difference between chimps and bonobos, they're pretty much the, almost the exact same species, very little uh, difference g- genetically. Uh, but the way they deal with tension is very different. I'll say. Chimpanzees, uh, they get aggressive, violent. They, they like war. to fight, a, fight it out. I've seen 2001. Yeah. I know. Yeah, bonobos, on the other hand, oh. get a lot more amorous, and they like to, can I say, I don't you can say you know, whatever you want to like to fuck it out. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And uh, like I- like Sam Shepard play. I mean, it's just crazy. I'm yeah. And I, I used to be on dating apps, and men would say, oh, oh, you're a primatologist. Have you heard bonobos? And I'd say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I'm an idiot? Yes, I've heard of them. But that was their way of saying, you know, let, yeah, exactly. I want to have sex with a lot of people. You want to have sex with a lot of people. Let's do it together. So and I think I mean, slut needs to be taken back, as, taken a, back. as a positive term. And, and I, I, I can do it. I've done it. But yeah. tell me how you. They <laughs> are. Sluts are uh, experts in their field of fucking. Uh, they are the scientists of sex. They come in with a, uh, a good question. Like, well, is sex have, good? Some of them and have dads have to, who are monsters and low self-esteem. Let's not, let's not forget that demographic. There, there are those. Yes. Uh, but yeah, you know, they've got large sample size. Uh, they've got diverse methodology, <laughs> robust testing. Uh, they very much, you know, like they've got yes. like rigorous, rigorous. I did plenty really. of field work back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. Data and, collection, we called it. But yeah, yeah, no, d- d- yeah. D- yeah, get a little DNA See, w- sample when, here and when there. When Rush Limbaugh called that woman a slut, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we sold a T-shirt on the tour. I, I made it an acronym for sexually liberated, unapologetic, and truthful. Yes. And we sold out right away. I mean, my wife was like, "Are women going to ever wear that? <laughs> women are not going to wear a T-shirt that says slut to the gym." I mean, oh, yes, in two in two tour yeah. dates, we sold out every one of these tank tops. I love it. And I think women want to reclaim the word because yeah. they're tired of hearing it. And again, this is men, right? Men worship female sexuality. They fetishize it. And then they punish women for enjoying it as much as men do. Of course. Pink has a yeah. song called Slut Like You, and it is exactly that. She is saying exactly that in it. What is it that, I, that, that I'm doing here that's wrong that you're not also... Partaking. doing as well <laughs> yeah and 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 uh you know i'm getting as much out of it as you are and i'm not giving any more away than you are and and so um you can go to these concerts and they will be screaming this song all the women and you know thousands of women in a state of screaming this song back at her rob would you care to go to a pink concert with me sometime <laughs> in the near future okay. i'd love to okay. i think you're gonna slut shame me though right no 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 <laughs> I, will, I will slut praise you i will slut praise you do you have any thoughts on on the word i just think it's funny how it's it's also like used that, that the way that I think it stems from sort of jealousy as I think we've been saying you can see it in like the whole um, the whole ha- Halloween aesthetic like of like you know yes. slutty stewardess or slutty Mother yeah. Teresa slutty, yeah. Yeah. slutty Mickey you Mac- guys love it no it's not it's not I mean go to a good like I have nightmares of bringing a young bringing a daughter to a Halloween oh, shop and just like boy superhero fireman cop and yeah, girls not- are like hot cop hot fireman hot nurse you can do slutty Mickey Mouse now Wonder Woman, oh, of course, legally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You oh, that's right. Always done. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, last year it was there great to do go. Slutty Winnie the Pooh. Last year, but now I could do Slutty Steamboat Willie. It's fantastic. Yeah, my <laughs> lord, it's, it's in the pubic, pubic domain. Ah! <laughs> 
the sound of the mic. Yes. The mic dropping. Yes. Uh, uh, oh. That's why he's got the awards, man. Let's let's let's. Oh, you, the, your Peabody is going to be half recalled for that one. <laughs> Mike in Michigan, you're on Sirius XM. Welcome. Uh, Dr. Tracy, I, you might be a slut. I don't know. Anyway. Okay, see, there's there's a right and a wrong way, Mike. Work on your game, but go ahead. <laughs> Mike Mike okay. likes oh, to boy. do this to me. Okay. <laughs> you know that. You know that. And you are so protective. You're so sweet. You what, uh, I don't know. We need to go back to love. Anyway, uh, John, thanks for taking my call. Uh, you know, you got a little bit of trouble for washing feet, you know. Uh, Who, me? You know. Yeah. You were on, uh, what was it, X? Oh, on Joy Bay on, on Joy Reed's show? Yeah, they were. Well, on X, there were some bad. Uh, well, let me let me read something to you. It's uh, well, no, just tell me what I did. Please, please, mom, tell me. Please, no. Mike, tell me what I did wrong. <laughs> no, you did. You did it right. I was on Joy Reed on Monday night, and they asked me about that Super Bowl ad, and I I said it was beautiful and, and surprising, and it really upset the racists. And then I dug a little bit deeper and found out that there were some creepy elements behind it. And I got a lot of articles yeah. about that. You made one mistake on it. It wasn't Jesus that said about... Uh, I know. I, I mixed up Jesus and Judas, yes. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us so have done that. that. Was one. Other than <laughs> yeah. that, it was great. I thought it was great. You did a great oh. job on it. Well, thank you so much. It's just like Mom. Thank you for letting me know what I what I, <laughs> what I I did wrong. You you really are a, and, a lot like my mother, and it's really comforting, so I thank you. The reason I called, the biggest thing is... Where are the reporters in Ukraine and Gaza? Where are the reporters? Hiding. Hiding yeah. for their lives. I mean, the journalists have been killed all over the place in Gaza. Just like Vietnam, we need, we need films to see the horrors that, so we can... Here's the problem. The it's, but it's not reporters, it's, it's media. It's not where the report. There are reporters there. Why isn't the media showing us more images is the question. Tracy? Well, it's it's also that they're targeted. I mean, there's a, a good number of them that have, have been targeted. Um, and they are also, um, they, you know, who controls who comes in or out and who tells the story? I know. I mean, there was some word that there, that uh, was it CNN that was embedded or that they were, there was a group that was, in fact, uh, allowed to put stuff out, but purportedly... Um, Israel had to review it before it yeah, was I heard put that out. Too. Yeah, there's a lot of also Instagram counts. We talked about this when you know I think Mona was here last about Instagram counts that were uh, taken down because of sharing yeah. news from That's Gaza. That's right. Excellent. Yeah, a lo- anybody sharing anything, even clips from there, were getting uh, penalized. So and what sometimes a shock. lost their account altogether. Mike, thank you very very much for the call. Um, it's time to. It's time to play on popular opinions. Oh God! Um, what do you you win every time? Oh no! Because um... you somehow are, are so likable until you dig deep and find out how unlikable your opinions are. Doctor Tracy, um, I'd like now tonight is Sam's first night judging. So Sam, you, this is, we're not judging on what's the most ugly opinion, but what is the most unpopular opinion with with uh, humans? Doctor Tracy, COVID is dangerous. That's an increasingly unpopular opinion. I mean, we just found out today that the CDC says that COVID now makes you 4.3 times more likely to develop chronic fatigue syndrome. I was too tired to read it, but I mean, it just really does seem that people aren't taking it seriously. People think that you can just continue to get it and get it and get it because they haven't, quote, died from it yet. That's right. And um, the more you get it, um, what happens is the virus breaks down in your body and it creates these sort of little zombie-like, what they call zombie-like portions of this virus that float around in your body and what happens is it it they're finding that it is it is triggering all sorts of okay don't don't um, sway don't don't confuse sam don't blind him with science i'm not blinding him with science (laughs) okay is that it it is causing all sorts of problems with uh immunity and being able to fight off other things like measles oh listen i had covid once two years ago and then i had long covid for eight months i do Mm -hmm. not want to ever have it again i I brought back my mono when i was having fevers all day it was it was the worst okay so so to so your unpopular opinion is COVID is dangerous. COVID is dangerous. Okay. Sam, you got that one. Natalia Reagan. Oh, God. It falls to you. Oh, well, you've been thinking about it. I you don't know. know. I, ha- I was just like, damn. You want to, you want um, to I go, let Rob go next? 
Yeah. Rob, go ahead. Here, I'll give give mine. I think uh, Oppenheimer is uh, the most overrated uh, Best Picture nominee and the most overrated Christopher Nolan film, and I love Christopher Nolan. Robert Downey Jr.'s character exists in the film just to make the man who made the bomb be a sympathetic, heroic victim. And the entire film's plot is stolen from a PBS documentary where it's all framed around this trial, and it's all designed to be an apologetic for the guy who created the bomb. Looks great, acting great, great editing, great soundtrack, uh, but really, really bothered me. So there's my deeply unpopular opinion because it's going to win all the Oscars. Oh. Rob, go ahead. All right, well, this is uh, arguably taking heart at this, uh, taking aim at the heart of the sun here, but um, I, I feel like other than the talk format, yes. Sirius, yes. Sirius, Sirius is an inferior way to get your music in a car. An inferior As way opposed to, to get dre- I like terrestrial radio because I like the, even though even though there's a real predictability to the music, I like the I like the surprise and the. Uh, Why the is there more it. surprise in terrestrial radio than in one of just, Sirius XM's many fine stations? Just because you you if changing the dial, you jumble the format. You know, especially oh. if LA has a really deep bench of all different kinds of radio. So if I go to like the Country Channel or D Tracks, you, you just happen on things, and I just think that's a better way. Because otherwise, I, I feel like you sort of silo yourself on. Uh, a serious I think LA terrestrial, terrestrial radio is much better for finding Spanish and Korean language <laughs> broadcasts. Yes. I'll give it and, that. And preachers and, and uh, crazy right, preachers talk about right. homosexuals. Right. Um, okay, so that's a good one. So, so I thought you were going to say like a Spotify or something, but you, terrestrial radio is better for music yeah. than Sirius yeah. XM. Okay, you writing this down, Sam? That's actually a compelling one. <laughs> and he's now, intense over there. He really is. I know he's no, he it, it, it falls to you now before I think the break. Meat is gross. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Continue. I just don't like it. I, I I don't know. I was just trying to think of something I I haven't liked for a long time. Hadn't really eaten it. I mean, look, this is okay. But I oh yeah, there is a caveat. I do. I eat fish. So for some reason, they deserve to die in my worldview. I'm sorry, <laughs> Sam, if that offends. So is it red? But maybe I, well, red meat and, and white. Yeah, meat you like don't and like? endotherms. Any warm-blooded animal, I won't eat it. No M- mammals. Or yeah, mammals no. and birds and reptiles. Eat. I'm not into. No, I'm not Who into that. Who eats reptiles, Natalia? Uh, iguana is a freaking thing. Snake. That happens. Ew. Yeah. yeah Not no. since Marlon. Barbecued iguana. Remember Mexican Indiana Radio? Jones movies, I think. Yeah, yeah or The well, Freshman yeah. with Brando. That was a Komodo dragon, Oh, my dragon, God, the Komodo actually. dragon. Yeah. That, with I Bert love that. Par- Bird so Parks good. singing Maggie's Farm while they so eat a Komodo dragon. That's a yeah. weird movie. All right, so. Venomous, by the way. Okay, yeah, so so these are, the, these are the options now. Uh, COVID is still dangerous. And you can tell us your winner after the break. You'll decide over during the break, Sam. I want you to consult with We've the French judges and the Russian judges. We've got time to bribe. Uh, Tracy, Dr. Tracy says that COVID is, is still dangerous. Am I yes. Right? Okay. Rob Kuttner says that um, Sirius XM is an inferior way to discover new music. <laughs> and Natalia Reagan doesn't like meat, but she hates fish. Who has the most unpopular opinion? <laughs> Who is going to get kicked out of the good schools for this? I'm not eligible because I'm an employee here. We'll be right back with Sam's verdict. Aren't you glad they assigned you to work on this show this week? Aren't you glad you landed there? Oh, yeah. You get, to, you get to work at night and do shit like this. We'll be right back on Progress. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We are back awaiting the results of the winner of the most recent edition of Unpopular Opinions here on Sirius XM. We're joined by Rob Kuttner and Natalia Reagan and Dr. Tracy Pearson. Quick reminder, this Friday, uh, Rob Reiner returns to the show. He's got a terrific new documentary he's executive produced about Christian nationalism. You don't want to miss that conversation. I'll be performing on the uh, 25th, a Sunday, at uh, Church of Satire in Hanover, Pennsylvania, as well. And a big tour announcement coming soon. And, And Rob, tell the folks one more time 
time about uh, the animation because I just I, I loved it so much and it's God's Gang is just so funny and so smart. How can people see it and learn more and so, even help? Thank thanks so much. Um, and so we we're trying to to create an organic market for it online just to show the studios that there's this broad interest in it. So if people could just check out the pilot at godsgang.com and just the views and comments really help build that impression. But also, there's a crowdfund there, and uh, we, we're halfway to, to our market so we can create another episode of it. We're also putting short content out there as well. Um, uh, we just acquired our first Muslim investor, and it's been Christians and Jews until now. So, nice. so you know, it's it's kind of buzzing along. But if people want to support that, you know, even like small amounts, it's like it's a good good thing to feel. You know, if you have kids, especially to be involved in. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, I I loved it. I I can't wait to see more, and uh, I will log on there and uh, and I will share the uh, the site myself and promote it. Okay, this is the moment it's come to, Sam. You got stuck working nights. You got stuck having to work with me, and now you got stuck having to judge this contest. The, the <laughs> let's run down the nominees one more time, listeners. Please, no wagering. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Tracy said that uh, her unpopular opinion is that COVID is still deadly. Rob thinks that Sirius XM is a poor place in the car to hear new music and terrestrial radios better. <laughs> Fighting words. And Natalia Reagan does not like meat, but she still eats fish. So. Um, <laughs> That's actually quite popular. People who are yeah, are vegetarians yeah. but aren't. I know a lot of those on both coasts. I'm a Pisces too. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> what what gets your vote? I would definitely say Sirius is inferior. Boom! Rob, you have oh, oh you have won. You have won a Peabody. You have Woo-hoo! won an Emmy, but you have not won an unpopular opinion game. This is better than the EGOT. You need a name like that, a snappy name. Unpoppy. The unpoppy. Well, he's won an Emmy and a Grammy and a Peabody. So yeah, he's an EGUP is what you want here. <laughs> Congratulations. It Thanks. comes with a we have some prizes for you. There's a, a roll of electrical tape and a bar of <laughs> a bar of motel soap. You can pick those up on the way out. Thank and, you and so much. And a lifetime ban from the building. And lifetime, and a lifetime ban. <laughs> security escort. You will I will not be inviting you by the closet to steal Sirius XM logo office supplies yeah, this on way, the way this out. This way, sir. This way, this way. You're on Boy app just got but you're still, off a, your iPhone. you're still a subscriber, right? Yeah. As long as they have your money, they don't care if you listen. Just as long as the check clears. Um, hey, Dr. Tracy, how do our listeners follow you and keep up with all your doings? Well, I am everywhere at Tracy Explains. I have a Substack, Dr. Tracy Explains, and I just redid my website, TracyExplains.com. And can you tell us a, a movie or a, a book or something you've seen that's inspired you? Billy Joel's new song. It's terrific. It's fabulous. I, after the tenth listen, I decided it was great. <laughs> In real, and he sounds great. He too. does. Yeah, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Really, really good. Natalia Reagan, how do we follow you? Oh my God, at Natalia Thirteen Reagan on Instagram and Twitter, and I have a big show coming up this Friday called yes. Survival of the Filthiest, yes. the Weird, Wild, and Salacious great Science poster. of Sex. Great poster. Yes, and it's going to be all about the evolution of boning, butts, boobs, queer animals, and uh, bonobos. So come out. It's at the Crow, which is at Bergamot Station here in Los Angeles, eight p.m. And if you want the promo code, it's Ape A P E. I there. love Bergamot Station. That's fantastic. It's going to be so much. Fun. And what's a film or a book or a, a album that's been inspiring? You know what you? I just started watching? Okay, The Sopranos. For the first time. For the first time. Wow. And I'm and it's it's interesting to watch it for the first time because I'm having dreams now corresponding with every episode. It's you will never weird. see a show that grows so much between its first season and its third season. Like yes, it, but first season it's like a TV. It's like a network show for it Fox. Like There's that. Dutch angles. It's very 90s. By the third season, it's a Fellini film. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, we're at three now. So, okay, like, I'm great. in three. You know no, but I, I, yeah. the first episode, I was like, what is this? Is this just really? <laughs> yeah. Rob Kudner, how do we follow you and what has inspired you? Um, at Apocalypse How on Twitter and um, at Rob Kutner on uh, Instagram. And uh, inspired me. I enjoyed Selburn. Oh, ah. nice! Yeah, it put me against you. No, okay. great. No, no, great first date movie. I, I, I had a good time with <laughs> it. Guys, thank you all so much for joining us, Chris and Thea. Thank you. Uh, what a great show we had tonight. I'm John Fugelson. Keep it tuned to SiriusXM Progress. Peace. Peace.